Postdoc transformation. Postdoc transformation. Postdoc transformation. Invest in your postdoc transformation. Welcome to the weekly show for scientists leaping into business. In every episode, we are happy to recommend employers of choice for you. For your career transition, we offer customized career transition e-courses and memberships also at graduate schools all over the world. Maybe yours too. And if your university isn't yet our customer, enroll in your free email course for career transition made simple as linked in the show notes. I'm your host, Professor Dr. Anna Sui Winkles, and let's build your postdoc transformation with this episode. A recent DM made me create this episode and it goes like this. I don't know, you seem to be a happy professor. Why are you advocating PhD students to exit academia? Well, so first of all, yes, I am a happy professor. And I've been that, you know, I since I was 12 years old, I wanted to be a professor. And I did everything in school, in my diploma studies to achieve that. And I shared my own path in episode two and also another podcast, which I will link in the show notes. But in a nutshell, I chose to leap into business in my final PhD year. And that's why the previous episode was on 10 career steps for doctoral students in their final year. And my way out was so hard because I was, it, it was like a 180 degree turn. And I want my postdoc transformation community to prepare earlier and better and without shame, guilt, and, you know, based on my own, but also on other successful career transitions experiences. This is my way to be a professor guiding my students into their future of work. And why? Well, they are the future experts and leaders for all our children within or outside of academia. So I want the future professor, maybe you, the future professor of all our children to be a professor for the right reasons, not because he, you know, you couldn't imagine anything else or didn't get a job outside of academia. And to frame this from my own perspective as a professor since 2014, I serve my students with my lectures much more than with my research. So without further ado, here are 10 reasons why you might choose to stay in academia beyond your PhD. Reason number one, passion for research. Many doctoral candidates develop a deep passion for research and knowledge creation during their studies. And for these individuals, staying in academia beyond the PhD can be highly appealing as it allows them to continue pursuing their research interests. So by staying in academia, individuals have the opportunity to delve deeper into their field of study, explore new research questions and contribute to the advancement of knowledge in their discipline. They can continue to collaborate with colleagues, mentor students, and engage in scholarly activities. So for those who have a true love of research, academia can provide an event and, you know, sorry, an environment that fosters creativity and intellectual stimulation. 
They can work on research projects that are truly passionate about without, without the com, you know, the constraints of commercial interests. I understand this. In academia, individuals have the freedom to explore new ideas and to think outside the box. They can also pursue research that has the potential that make a significant impact on society, which can be highly rewarding. Okay, so staying in academia provides the opportunity to work with and learn from other experts in the field, and academia fosters, for some more. Less, a culture of collaboration and scholars are encouraged to work together to advance knowledge in their discipline in an ideal world. And this collaboration can lead to new insights and discoveries and can, you know, it can provide a sense of fulfillment for those who are passionate about research. And I would like to add that, um, yes, there is basic or fun foundational research, but it always should have a North Star in the sense that it should, you know, better society. It should serve the human who the the, the pe it should serve the people who are actually paying for that. I mean I had a scholarship as well, so my scholarship was paid by all the tax players the taxpayers. So It was my goal to make something useful also. So yes, there are not commercial interests, but it should be human societal interests. Reason number two, mentorship. And just to frame this from my perspective, whenever I post on toxic leadership on Instagram, the engagement is high. If you don't enjoy mentorship or people development, as I would call it, think twice. It's what your students need more than your research. Staying in academia beyond the PhD provides individuals with the opportunity and I think also the responsibility to mentor and guide the next generation of scholars and researchers. As you gain experience and expertise in your field, you will have the ability to share your knowledge and insights with your students and junior researchers. And this can be an incredibly rewarding experience if you can afford it, as it allows you to make a meaningful impact on the development of your future scholars. And mentorship is a crucial aspect of academia as it helps to ensure the continuity of research and scholarship in a particular field. If your wisdom, your experience is lost on the next generation, they will start from scratch. And by providing guidance and support to students and junior researchers, Uh, more experienced academics like postdocs and professors can help to ensure that the next gen of scholars is well prepared to contribute to the field. And mentorship can also allow this exchange of ideas and perspectives, which lead then to new insights and discoveries. Um, mentorship within academia can also help relationships um, and, and connections building for everyone else who is attached to you in your lab, in your future lab. So mentors can provide advice and guidance, guidance on career opportunities within academia, offer letters of recommendation and introduce individuals to other professionals in their field. And um, I stress this about the academic setting because usually if a professor has become a professor without 
um, outside or you know business or industry experience, then the value of the recommendation letters can be uh, limited, so to speak. So that's why I want to also add the episode uh, five is about Chat GPT and how you can use that for your job application. And there's bonus tip number six that you should also listen to closely because if you have a professor without prior business experience or without recent business experience, then you will love this episode. Hey, do you need a well-paid job in business aligned with your vision of life as soon as possible? You don't have access to a supportive career guide at your graduate school? Then this is for you. I know that leaping out of science can be lengthy, full of misconceptions and scary without experience guidance. And maybe you already know how it feels to get rejections on non-academic job applications. So wouldn't it be comforting to have me by your side so that you can land your future-proof job? Imagine the feeling of getting job interview invites after you submitted a winning CV, cover letter and sustainably rock your LinkedIn. Do you want to become confident through my interview and contract negotiation rehearsal? With me, you can confidently fine-tune suitable roads, working conditions, benefits, and compensations. This postdoc transformer bundle is the first time that I ever offer it, and it grants you 24-7 access to the two e-courses, Career Transition into Business and Digital Personal Branding, that are usually exclusively offered at graduate schools. Now you can share all your job application material and questions, as many as you like, and I will answer via exclusive video lessons sent to you via email within 24 hours. So subscribe until you start your job and you don't need me as your career transition guide anymore. How would you feel to be able to worry-free pay all your running bills and reduce your student debts as you earn 60 to 125k annual salaries. Remember, every month without a well-paid job worsens your financial situation, so it takes longer to become financially stable. Also, receiving too many rejections for your job applications after your PhD will reduce your chances to get a job aligned with your vision of life. So, subscribe to your monthly postdoc transformation bundle for your guided career transition into business now, reason number three, maybe an illusion, job security. One reason for staying in academia beyond the PhD is the job security that comes with tenure track positions. And uh, I want to know, I want to note that um, not every professorship is a tenure track. Okay, but you'll find out. Once an individual obtains tenure, they have a secure position and cannot be fired without just cause. And I, I've seen these kind of professors. And this provides a sense of stability and peace of mind for individuals who value job security. Furthermore, you know, tenure track positions typically come with benefits such as health insurance, retirement plans and paid time off, sabbaticals. That can be, you know, appealing to individuals who have a family um, and those who value stability and financial security. Um, to be honest, having a family 
that probably applies to men because if you are a woman and doing the care work for your family, then you probably won't get tenure track positions that easy. Tenured professors also have more autonomy and freedom in their research and teaching. And yeah, that's true. They are not subject to the same level of oversight and micromanagement that come with working in the private sector. I can attest to that. And this also, you know, provides a sense of independence and control over one's work. Yes. And in addition, tenured professors have the ability to pursue research interests that may not be immediately profitable or marketable. Again, I think research should always have some societal benefit. And that essentially allows for more creativity and exploration in research as well, you know, as the, you know, the long-term impact on the field. So this being said, I think um, it's an illusion because the path for being tenured is uphill and rocky and only rewarding for a few over, you know, a few scholars and only a few can afford to qualify on low paid postdoc positions. Uh, so I think that there is a systemic um, challenge um, that benefits the overly represented and overly privileged people. Reason number four, prestige. And uh, for some individuals, the prestige associated with a career in academia is a compelling reason to stay beyond the PhD, if you can afford it. Being affiliated with a highly ranked university or prestigious research institution can be a source of pride and accomplishment. The perception of being part of an, ex an exclusive academic community with access to resources and opportunities not available elsewhere can also be a motivating factor. Academia is also associated with high intellectual standards and rigorous research. And those who are passionate about pursuing this kind of work may also find that staying in academia is the best way to continue doing so. And I'm not going to judge this. Um, yes, there is highly, I mean, we have intelligent people in academia, but that does not say that these are um, all good leaders. So the academic world is also characterized by a culture of intellectual curiosity and freedom. And we're all alpha people. I mean, alpha, you know, we all have always been the best of the best. And so to speak, so it's like it's, it can also be tough to um, to thrive in there or just, just to survive in there. So the atmosphere can be especially especially appealing to those who are driven by a desire of intellectual stimulation and growth. Academic positions can also be highly competitive. I mean, there aren't that many, so you need to get this to stay on top of the game. And achieving a faculty position at a top institution can be a significant accomplishment, whether it's well paid or not, I would question that. But the respect and recognition that comes with such a position can be, you know, the value, prestige and recognition important for someone. 
And from my perspective, as an Asian woman in Germany and working mom, my profession gives me the access to resource otherwise denied. I can also relate with, you know, first generation academics who want to create a better life for them and more importantly, for their children. I am standing on the shoulders of my own parents who are immigrants and studied medicine in Germany way before I was born. Well, not way before, but I was born to um, a student and also already a doctor. Whatever I have achieved in my life, everything has been enabled by my own parents. So when I left academia in 2008, especially my mom was shocked. And obviously both of my parents were proud when I returned to academia to be appointed as a professor in 2014. And I want you... My dear listener, I want you to live your life regardless of the prestige. You have to afford being a professor. You have to be able to afford being a professor. And now it's time to thank Company ABC who sponsors this episode of the Postdoc Transformation Show. I would now be reading the company's answers to one of six bold questions so that you can choose to apply. For example, number one, describe your most valuable experts versus leaders in your company. Have they typically earned a doctor title? Or number two, for which of your company roles or units do you encourage somebody with a doctor title to apply? Number three, how would you describe your organizational culture in which your most valuable experts and leaders thrive in? To nominate an employer of choice so that we can ask our informative, bold questions, click on the link in the show notes. And now, back to the Postdoc Transformation episode. Reason number five, collaboration. Well, collaboration is a crucial aspect of academia. As researchers frequently work together on interdisciplinary projects that require inputs from experts in various fields. And I really love this. Staying in academia provides the opportunity to collaborate with other scholars and researchers. And that can be, you know, taking many forms from co-authoring papers and grant proposals to participating in, in, in research projects. And working with these people can bring new perspectives and fresh ideas. Collaboration can also lead to new funding opportunities and research grants because many funding agencies prioritize collaborative research proposals that are interdisciplinary. And collaboration can also go beyond academia. You could also collaborate with industry and community partners. And future-proof universities have established partnerships with businesses and organizations that allow their own researchers to apply their expertise to real-world problems. Um, but, you know, personally, I wouldn't wait for my university to establish these partnerships. I would create my own opportunities. Reason number six, intellectual freedom. Well, in every group coaching at graduate schools that I do, at least one doctoral student will mention this probably takes a while, but if you're honest, you probably apply it. You, you will probably also say this. Academia provides a unique environment where scholars can explore ideas and pursue knowledge for its own sake without external pressures to generate profit or, you know, business commercial objectives. And this intellectual freedom allows academics to pursue their own research interests and ask 
difficult, lengthy questions, which can, which can, doesn't have to, but which can lead to breakthroughs and new discoveries. And for some, this is really highly fulfilling and motivating. Academia provides a space where individuals can engage in critical thinking, challenging assumptions and questioning the status quo. And this freedom to think independently independently, sorry, and express new ideas is essential for scientific intellectual progress. And um, academic institutions are often structured to foster an environment like a journal club for critical thinking, providing opportunities for rigorous peer review and debate. Um, intellectual freedom can also manifest itself in the classroom where Faculty members can challenge and inspire students to think critically and develop your own ideas. The ability to guide students in their intellectual pursuits can also be highly rewarding for those who have a passion for people development like me. So taken together, the intellectual freedom provided by academia can be a compelling reason for some individuals to stay in academia beyond the PhD, and I can certainly confirm that it's only surpassed <laughs> it's only surpassed by running my own business reason number seven which is my favorite reason teaching i love people developing especially when the people want to develop too that's my students so teaching is a key component of academia and many individuals find it to be rewarding and to be fulfilling Staying in academia beyond the PhD provides the opportunity to continue teaching and shaping the next gen of scholars. Teaching at the university level allows academics to share their knowledge and passion for their field with bachelor and master students and to inspire and encourage them to pursue their own academic goals. In addition to the personal satisfaction of teaching, there are many practical benefits, for example, Teaching can enhance one's research by providing new perspectives and ideas from students. It can also contribute to the development of critical thinking and communication skills as academics must communicate complex ideas and theories to avoid to a wide range of students. And for me personally, social media has been a game changer for me because it also helps me to communicate much better in my own lectures. Furthermore, um, teaching can also contribute to an academic's professional development and growth. It can also lead to the development of new courses, programs and initiatives that can enhance the academic's reputation and standing in their own field. Um, teaching can also provide opportunities for collaboration with other academics, but also uh, with, within business networks, because I actually do invite practitioners professionals from outside of academia into my own lectures so because I I'm, I might be blind on my eyes uh, for certain things where I have no expertise but I want my students to gain this expertise even if I invite other people and admit that I have no clue about their own about their expertise so overall teaching is a key reason why many academics choose to stay in academia beyond the PhD and notably, I also coach professors who are unhappy about their teaching obligations. And especially now with artificial intelligence on the rise, they are afraid of AI eating their 
jobs, right? Teaching standard curricula can be easily replaced in the near future by natural language processing bots. And we need to find new ways of teaching, new, new waters beyond the classroom, beyond the script. And my question to you is, will you like that? And once you have determined your readiness to leap and you think, yes, this is the way forward. I want to transition into business or industries. Then you can, if you like, enroll in your free email course with 10 actionable bingeable email lessons until you start your job in business. You'll get 10 emails that detail number one, how to leap out of science, number two, how to build your sustainable LinkedIn profile, number three, how to read social media and network, number four, how to research your favorite jobs and employers, number five, how to do information interviews to get insights, number six, how to create your customized applications, number seven, how to prepare your thesis from a business point of view, Number eight, how to apply to your favorite employers. Number nine, how to choose the right job offer. And number 10, how to prepare for your new job. Woohoo! Reason number eight, grand opportunities. Staying in academia provides access to numerous grant opportunities and funding for research projects. And these grants and funding can help researchers to continue their research and make important discoveries that can contribute to the advancement of their field, ideally societal improvement. And many funding agencies and organizations prioritize academic research, making it easier for academics to secure work. Furthermore, grants and funding opportunities in academia are, are often not limited to research projects. There are also grants and funding available for initiatives such as like community outreach, diversity and inclusion programs, and educational programs. And this allows academics to make a more positive impact in their communities and beyond, and to engage in a variety of initiatives that align with their research interests and personal values. From my perspective, I see systemic obstacles in winning grants for underprivileged, underrepresented, and also underserved scientists. And by the way, a red flag is when universities do not pay underprivileged, underrepresented and underserved scientists for doing diversity, inclusion and educational programs. Reason number nine, professional development. Staying in academia offers a plethora of opportunities for professional development. Faculty members have access to conferences, workshops, and other events that provide a platform for networking and learning from other scholars in their field. And that's true. I've benefited from that. Attending these events can lead to collaborations, new research ideas, and also increased an increased understanding of the latest developments in their field. And in addition, staying in academia sorry, allows for the opportunity to take on leadership roles within academic institutions, such as like a department chair or a dean, which can further develop leadership skills and expand professional networks. However, from my point of view, you need to be aware that taking on management roles like that will probably eat your time for research and lecturing. So this can possibly counteract your reasons to stay. 
being a manager, after all, is better paid in business and industry. So if you want to be a manager, maybe academia doesn't have to be the place to be. But anyway, academia also provides opportunities for continuing education, including the pursuit of additional degrees and certifications. I don't know why you should this, but I know a couple of professors who have a, a second PhD, and this can help faculty members staying up to date with the latest research and developments in their field and expand their skill set beyond their area of expertise. But again, um, this is quite research related. And if you ever want to leap out of science, then maybe uh, you should leap into business as soon as possible. Not necessary, and it's not impossible, but it's harder as a postdoc, and it's certainly harder as a professor. Many universities offer also professional development programs and resources to their faculty members, such as like um, training and teaching, um, didactics, grant writing and project management. I know that because I was also paid to do didactic trainings for new early career scientists at other universities. And these, universe, these resources can help faculty members enhance their skills and knowledge to improve the quality of research and training and teaching. Hey, have you found this episode so far helpful for yourself? Well, maybe you can subscribe and also share this episode with your PhD bestie because that would encourage us to help the underprivileged, underrepresented and underserved early career scientists leaping into business. And now back to the show. Reason number 10, pursue non-academic interests. Staying in academia can provide individuals with flexibility to pursue non-academic interests and even create new career paths. For example, a researcher who is passionate about writing can use their expertise um, to publish books, articles, or even start a blog. Uh, Similarly, a researcher interested in consulting can use the expertise to work within organizations outside of academia, like sidekicks or so. Furthermore, staying in academia can also provide opportunities for entrepreneurship with access to funding and resources uh, or even without, some academics have started their own businesses based on their research. And this include includes um, creating new products or services, findings, and you only have to, you know, consider um, patents uh, and stuff like that. So whatever you do from your research and monetize will be probably not yours alone. Staying in academia also provides the opportunity to network with individuals outside of academia. And I think that hasn't been looked at that often when I, when I, when, when I think of my colleagues. But this can also lead to exciting collaborations and projects. And um, this includes partnering with businesses or organizations to apply research findings to real-world problems. So in summary, it is really an opportunity, an incubator of opportunities for all directions. And in closing this last reason, this is why and how I can run my own business postdoc transformation, because with you, I can become a better professor and that benefits 
also my own students in real life. So to summarize the ten reasons for staying in academia beyond the PhD, reason number one: passion for research. Number two: mentorship. Number three: job security. Number four: prestige. Number six, sorry, number five: collaboration. Number six: intellectual freedom. Seven: teaching. Eight: grant applications. Nine: professional development. Number ten: pursue non-academic interests. So I'm curious, what are your reasons? Can you create a list, weigh all of these reasons against each other, to determine if staying in academia is the right path for you? And if you think、mm, maybe not, then please listen to episode number one on how to check your readiness to leap out of science, because that is probably a great starting point, and then also. Episode number three on ten steps to transition your career into business, and obviously all the other episodes are also closely related. But the first step is whether you want to stay in academia or not. And, and with that, I want to encourage you to invest into your doctorate according to vision of life, so that you can make the most out of your postdoc transformation. And maybe this is. That you will become a professor. If you like this episode, please hit the like button, share this on social media, and also subscribe so that gives my podcast apps the indicator that you have liked this episode. You just not have listened to this, but you also like this. Thank you so much. Do you want the transcript of our episode and our episode sponsor's answers to all six bold questions so that you can choose to apply? Do you want to nominate your employer of choice so that we can ask them our bold questions? For all of that, check out our clickable links in our show notes and on our website www.postdoctransformation.com. You can also check your readiness to leap into business. Or enroll in our free email course, Career Transition Made Simple. Thanks for your attention. I'm Professor Dr. Elna Sui Winkles, the host of your weekly Postdoc Transformation Show. Postdoc Transformation. Postdoc Transformation. Postdoc Transformation.